Welcome back to Concentrated Presents Cup and Saucer. I'm your host this week, Courtney, and I'm here as usual with my co-host Eric and Manera. Hi. Hello. Lovely. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week we're going to begin our coverage of HBO and the Sky Sky People. Only HBO. Anyway, it's it's HBO and BBC's uh, Landscapers. Well, it's, it's Sky TV. They're, Thank they're, you. They're, That's they're what I was looking guy. for. And I felt like Manira, who watches everything that they produce, was giving nothing. But Typically, it's, it's BBC, Sky, or Channel 4. Those are like the three big ones in the UK. Thank you so much. But usually they'll air it first, and then they'll they'll sell the rights to air it in other countries. So like in this case, they sold the right to air it to HBO Max. I really enjoy the the slander. It's the slander for, for you, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, love you. Anyway, um, do uh, you? <laughs> absolutely. Um, so anyway, we're going to begin our coverage of landscapers, which quick synopsis is basically the story of a English couple who has been harboring this like deep dark secret for like 15 years um and then they you know go on trial for a murder so I if you like true crime I think that you will like this series so before we actually get into like an episode recap let's kind of just talk about like what our thoughts are on the series these or at least these first two episodes Sorry, I was yawning. I um, love love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> love the enthusiasm. <laughs> um, I worked all week. Get out of here. Um, I enjoyed myself. I it took me a couple of like minutes to really get into it. Um, but then once I figured out what they were doing, I kind of I um. I got right into it and I enjoy it. Um, everybody's acting their, their asses off and um, I'm a fan. It's good that it's only like four episodes. Listen, that's really nice they give too. it to you hard and fast. They mm-hmm. don't, they don't fool around with, with the foreplay. They're like, here's the story. Here's the plot. Let's yep. go. Get in, get out. I like that. So yeah, no, I'm a fan. Eric, what say you? Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm digging it. It it like the other I forgot the name of it, but the one that was also a true crime thing that was um felt very dry. This doesn't feel like it. This like Is it the like story took... about the police officer? That one was dry. That was like three episodes, I think. No, you mean like the Pem- Pembrokeshire murders? Yeah. Yeah. Where it was yeah, it was very cut and dry and like it, like this one, at least you can tell that there is a true crime behind it, but they're elaborating and they're getting very creative with like the way that they tell the story. So it keeps it from getting boring. Yeah. Which sure. a lot of these can, you know, can be, especially when they're very procedural. So I'm into it. Because as a law and there's and a little bit stand, of humor in it too. Yeah, like, like the police officers are they're 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 a cast of characters. Those police officers. I love a true crime situation. I don't like true crime podcasts or anything like that but i love like a law and order i will watch that all day long so it takes a minute just because of like how they film it with like the vignettes and stuff but i do think it adds like an element that kind of makes it 
less like, oh, just another true crime show. So I really enjoyed it. Um, so let's just jump right into the first episode. Um, it is a rainy London night and we see this uh, very handsome black dude, but he's wet and he's in the rain. And if I'm not mistaken, does he use a payphone? I, I've never seen that. No, there's no way. I thought he had gotten into a payphone, but I may have made that up. Um, no, he's he's kind of like uh, trying to find cover because it's raining, but he's using a cell phone. Because I believe this takes place in 2013 or 2014. Yes. Yeah. And he receives a call from Susan from her jail cell. Uh, Susan is played by Olivia Coleman, and she is a loose lip sink ships kind of gal. Um, she's feeling a lot of stuff. She's feeling it all at once. And he's like, listen you need to stop talking because I'm not really your lawyer yet, but I am on my way to come see you. Um, And we flash back to Susan having the time of her life in like what looks to be like a thrift store. Um, You can tell that she has uh, like a lot of love for um, like vintage and like old time, like movies and photos. Um, and the shopkeeper and her have a really good relationship so he ends up selling her this special like movie poster of Cary Grant and um I think he asked for like the poster for like 150 and she was like "Ooh, like that's too much a or he asked for 200 and he brings it down and he's like hey actually it's gonna be 150 with a credit card and she's like credit card roulette yes (laughs) and she has about 10 of them and spreads them all out and is like charge them all yeah, I'm out. waiting for that to come back because that's that's definitely oh, something that's gonna. For yeah. sh- they made a huge show of it, so good good eye. <laughs> um, we then see her back at her home, um, and her husband Christopher enters the door. Um, they look like, which is why I couldn't figure out what time period we were in because it looks like they live in like a stone house yeah it felt very like world war ii great depression era i'm like but where is the house is the house on the street or like where do they live i couldn't quite figure it out it seems like slight squalor but like maybe a step above um because they're eating sandwiches and soup from the night before and he's like listen i've got a job interview I, i have a really good feeling about this And she's like, it's going to be great. You know, I think she really tries to, you know, provide him with encouragement. And I think he's probably the more skeptical realist of of the pair. Um, He sees her poster and he's like, hey, how much did this cost? You know, we don't really have the money for it. And she straight up lies and (laughs) tells him, hey, it was only 20 euros. It's not original. Mm, I'm sure not not going to be great when they come back to to go back to that part um she has this almost kind of i the best way i could describe it is like a man cave full of like all of these like western like prop like movie propaganda and it's cute like you know that's her bag um but i can imagine she spends quite a bit of money on it um she says that he oh she brings him a letter from gerard and there's a like 100 euros in it i think or 20 euros in it something like that and she's like listen this money is a, uh, this money is a sign that things are going to get better 
I, I admire optimism. I don't know that I'd have it if I lived in a stone house with uh, paint that looks like it's falling off, but hey. I think it's an apartment. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I would have just hung it up. Um, Chris, her husband, gets called in for an interview, um, but his French is not that good. They're in France, and the French is bad. It's, it's, it's his, not good. His French is middle school level. It's not if good that. at all. No. Like, I mean, she's having like a full blown like conversation and he's like, stu- he's speaking it the way that I feel like I speak Spanish. <laughs> it not good. Not, not that lady good. was going 100 miles an hour, though. Like. She was. But like, also, I feel like if you move to that's a, her native tongue. And right. Like I mean, you are. Expect- like, yeah. Like, come on. If you're applying, if I wouldn't go to Spain and be like, oh, in English, maybe. <laughs> I I don't think so. Well, uh, needless to say, because he, you know, had no idea what was going on in French. Uh, it didn't go well. N- not not a great interview. Um, he. Uh, does he, he doesn't tell her right away though. He's like, he leaves the interview and he feels like pretty like bummed about it. Yeah. But they're supposed to meet at the cafe afterwards. And I think he just doesn't want to celebrate. Yeah. He just doesn't want to disappoint her, which is sad because we bombed that interview and it's not looking good for opportunities. Um, Susan um, is at the cafe waiting for him, um, and she imagines um, him being happy and arriving there, but he's at a phone booth calling his stepmother, um, and he's spilling all of the beans. Every bean that they had, he told it. He told it all. All of it falls right out of his mouth, and I'm like, oof. Oof. So, Oof. the letter the the letter that he got um, was from his stepmother, which is what prompted him to call her. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as soon as you hear somebody say, "and don't call the police," calling the police absolutely not not Sorry. a good sign. It's not a good yeah. sign. Um, she asks, you know, if he's there with um, with Susan, and he's like, "yes," and then. She's, he's like, I need to borrow some money. Like, basically, we're down on our luck. And then, in between all of the bean spilling, he, he was like, could you, could you please cover this until we get a job? Um, so, when, when he finally meets up with Susan and tells her, you know, hey, like, I asked my stepmother for money. And she's like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, it, it will tell people where we are. And you, you can't do this. Like, we're in a sticky patch, which is a really nice way to say that they are poor, 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 poor. <laughs> poor and a bit on the run. Poor and on the run. Um, well, Sticky patch. Sticky patch. Well, Tabitha <laughs> also immediately. I feel, like that's what, I feel like that's what I want you to say from now on. Sticky, sticky patch. Sticky patch. Sticky patch. Um, Tabitha. Chris's stepmother um she has no intention of keeping that secret and she's like police 
police. <laughs> um, she leaves a message and says that Susan's parents, excuse me, um, were buried in a garden 15 years prior and basically asked the police to look into it. I don't know why he told her this on the phone. It just I'm doesn't still, make sense. Like, how do we feel about the husband? Suspect. Let's talk about the husband. Um, I, don't, I don't really trust him at all. He's suspect. There's something weird about him, but I can't yeah. put my finger on what it finger is. On it. Especially once yeah. we get to the second episode, I feel like there's something weird there. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, DC Lansing, uh, tells the information to, um, DCI Collier, who is having lunch. He's kind of an asshole. Um, and I guess not kind of, he's very much an asshole. He's a sexist prick. And, um, she tells him Christopher's story. He is an absolute dick to her um but she's like listen like you know we got a tip i think that we should go look into it um she was like he says that they died in a he she says that chris says that it was an accident with no proof (laughs) an accident um and she was like um lansing uh dc lansing says that tabitha um notified christopher via email that hey i told the police even though you told me not to i don't know that i'd be sending an email about that but i mean i hey i didn't commit the crime so i guess she figures why not (laughs) you wouldn't send an email would you send like like a text message just going yeah (laughs) i (laughs) i think maybe call you from a payphone even though i haven't seen a payphone in god knows how long I don't even know if payphones still like are on the streets anymore. <laughs> but I think, but then but you'd have I mean, to like, make sure that he would get to I the payphone. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do anything. I guess so. I guess it can't be that bad. No, you can call if you called somebody from a payphone. You could just leave a message, right? Or no? I don't remember. It's been so long. Aging myself. Who still has answering machines? You know, I mean, everybody has a voicemail. No, y'all don't have voicemails on your phones. Okay. It's all a joke. Y'all don't check them. Okay. Great. I check mine. I guess I'm old lady. Um, meanwhile, um, Christopher's pissed. He's like, why Why would you tell? Um, I can't believe that you would, would do what I didn't ask you. Um, and she's pissed susan is angry and she's like you've basically like blown up our spot like now people are gonna know where we are and she was like well he's like well tabitha she wouldn't send me the money unless i told her the secret and susan is all too happy to just keep living on the streets just her and chris together and she's like it's okay we'll just have to move again and which is just mind-boggling to me i Would you guys go on the run for your significant other? Yeah, I guess the answer must be yeah. Nah, it depends on what you did. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, was like, okay, so before you know what, before I know the situation, yeah, wait, 
Okay, so we're just I'm on just, the I'm run. just going on the run. We're on the run. Have I been told like everything that happened? Maybe not to a certain I mean, obviously, extent. if I'm told, if I was able to tell somebody else, I mean, I guess I don't know. Like, You're on the run. but I want to make sure that we have money. Like, I don't want to be you Living know poor in squalor. on the run. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I might as well, you know. Turn myself in, right? Well, no, I don't have anything to do with it. Like, turn your turn yourself uh, in. <laughs> what? Well, well, we find out what we have to but do. We, but it. I don't know that. You said I don't know that. That's I'm just, true. I'm just That's going true. off of. Hey, We're just it's on the run. It's time. It's time to move again. <laughs> Eric, what about you? No, we also haven't gotten the full story, so we don't know how much he actually knew. But also, I'm single, so no, I'm I'm not going on the run for anyone but myself. What if Taco what if committed taco, a crime? Right? <laughs> what if Taco did doggy homicide? What would you do? Would you would you and Taco just pick up and move to the next city? Just leave your lives? Will Taco get a new name? Well, he's a dog. No one's going to arrest the dog. We don't know what they do. You can't even like play around for just like two seconds. Come on. No. He's picking up he's picking up and Taco's new name is Burger. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Eric is playing this literally as straight as can be. Okay, that's cool. It's fine. I can pivot. Um, she's she's basically gung ho to just pick up and move to a new place. They go and pack. She goes to pack their stuff up. Um, it's not good, and she very much lashes out at him for not protecting not protecting her and that seems to be kind of a recurring theme like in their relationship like her feeling like she needs to be protected and um that seems to kind of be a driving force in their relationship meanwhile we've got our two detectives uh at the former home of susan's parents um the people who live there they're a fun bunch this is a fun neighborhood everyone is there's a lot of personality there. And I think that's the best way that I can say. Um, he, they're like, yeah, like, you know, they used to live here for a really long time. The Weicherleys, I think is their name or something like that. Patricia Weicherly. I don't remember. Um, she was like, you know, do you remember anything about them? And, you know, they mostly kept to themselves. Um, and they had a daughter and then she got married. So they do remember Patricia and Christopher. Um, and then I think, I believe the story that they told was that they were going on vacation or they were leaving the country to like, you know, just move. Um, they were retiring and moving down south. South? Or okay. Somewhere warmer. And they didn't think anything of it, which older people, I mean, that makes sense to me. It's like, I assume the American equivalent of like moving to Florida. Um, so, but then the husband makes a, like a, remembers a moment where he sees Christopher in the backyard with a shovel, like digging this big asshole. And so if you've ever seen anything that involved any sort of murder, you know what time it is, basically. Um, and they're finna go dig this sucker up. Um, well, he says he says he made a joke to him, like, oh, you're finally burying your in-laws. And they both laughed about it. But he was actually burying his in-laws. Awkward. I don't know. I wouldn't do good in a situation like that because I'm going to be like, <laughs> yep, or... Where they're buried. <laughs> like, mm-mm. 
Just don't talk to me ever. Little Miss Tattletail on herself. <laughs> I know I wouldn't make it. I know I wouldn't make it. Just the uh, the soonest bit of pressure absolutely would get me to crack. I am weak as fuck. <laughs> um, we... Oh, uh, Chris receives an email from the police, and which I also think is very strange because if we were in America, the police aren't going to be sending you emails. They are just going to come get your ass. Um, but I mean, I guess they don't know where they are technically. I feel like there's not enough tracing of the Wi-Fi for me. But I assume if they're well, poor, they no, don't they, have Wi-Fi. They knew that they were in France. France, but, but they the, didn't know exactly where. Well, that and they, they they can't just go into another country and get fugitives. They have to, like, convince them to come in. Which, you know if what they I was were about to smart, do? smart, they could have just been like, oh, well, I, I never got that email. I guess we're still just doing whatever we're doing. They're, like, hapless criminals, and I don't understand. But I was about to say, Dog the Bounty Hunter goes and gets people all the time, but they're in, we're in one country, and I guess you can go over state lines. I don't know. I just kind of assume I mean, it would if you're still a fugitive, like hiring can go a bounty hunter. That's true. Yeah, if you're a bounty hunter, you can send someone, you know. It might be difficult getting them across the border, but yeah. You could technically That's your job. go get them. Okay. Um, so the, he receives an email from the police and he's like, listen, I think that you should basically just bring yourself in for questioning. We've got some questions about your in-laws disappearance. And I mean, it was a very nicely worded letter, but also a little too polite for murder suspects, in my opinion. Um, what do I know? <laughs> she, uh, Susan really loses herself, herself in these Westerns though, because she is like imagining Chris as like a vigilante cowboy. And I, don't know that we have the best grip on reality. It is a little, it is a very like touch. Like, yeah, like we're, we're not all here. We're not anymore. all there. One yeah. thing about Olivia Coleman, she will make you believe it. Cause I'm like, damn, they look like homely as fuck. She will, this bitch will act. She will act. As soon as action, as soon as somebody says action, that bitch is on. I, I hope that she gets her flowers the way that I want her to in in America. I really do. Well, I mean, she she did win an Oscar like a year ago. For what? For the favorite. Yeah, she she Never won an Oscar for that. Never even heard of yeah, it. She, she was real good. Is that the with Emma? Yeah. Yes, and with her Rachel Weisz. Yes, but yeah, she she won a whole ass Oscar for that. So she's definitely getting them flowers. Okay. Well, the flowers weren't enough for Courtney apparently. <laughs> Didn't even know that movie existed. So sorry to you. Courtney's like, so I hope she really gets a garden. (laughs) I do. (laughs) That wasn't enough for me. One Oscar is not enough. Um, she's imagining that she and the Chris are the character. She and the Chris. She and Chris are the characters in the movie. Um, and during that time, we see the police digging that garden up we've got the tape out. The people, the people are trying to just play with their kids. We're like police tape rope this bitch off <laughs> ta-da body discovery here we are um it's a mess um and guess what in news that shocks no one we have found the bodies <laughs> um and it's not great it's it's not great we we're out there um and he, i believe that chris even writes the police a email back to them and it's like um 
basically we're not gonna come like thank you for your email but no thanks and again it just wouldn't fly in america it just wouldn't <laughs> it's a shoot first could ask- you imagine it's a shoot first <laughs> ask questions later type vibe um could you imagine getting a hey um we have a couple of questions whenever you get a chance if you could just come in do you mind coming back into, into right. the country can you stop your and then you writing vacation? dear police thank you so much for your request um we're a bit busy so it's not really it's gonna work no for us for but me. we thank you so much like we did see this email we read it um and it's a no but thanks and um good luck in everything that you do p.s <laughs> We're Never not coming, coming back. back. <laughs> Just want to let you know. Love, sincerely yours, the killers. <laughs> um, I, it makes a very good book. <laughs> not practical for real life, which is probably why their asses got caught. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so is it why their asses got caught? Because, I mean, further on, I'm like, I don't think writing an email to the police is particularly helpful in you avoiding the police. That's for sure. It doesn't seem like the best course of action if you don't want to go to jail. I don't think what they did after that is the best course of action, but we'll get there. Man, that was a train ride from hell. Because why? Why why did we even do that? I would have been on foot hoofing it. (laughs) Hoofing it to the next state. I will be in Belgium by the time you wake up. Um, right. What is the extradition looking like in Belgium? <laughs> they have to go somewhere without an extradition policy. Switzerland. Can't you go to Switzerland? That They don't have extradition, I don't think. They have banking laws. No, Switzerland is a non-extradition country. Great. See, a lot of Europe is. <clears throat> or the further east you go. I don't want to look that up because I don't want the FBI's to be like, why are you looking that up? Right. What why did you, you do? That? What did you do? Why are you looking that up? <laughs> your, your FBI man that's inside of your computer is like, this is the most action we've had in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so the officers are discussing, discussing the case and they're like, we should get the French police involved. And they're like, we can't arrest them for writing a weird email, even though. I think you can arrest somebody for writing a weird email. I'm just saying. Um, he, they basically need a location, a time, and a time so that they have probable cause so they can like get a, an arrest warrant for them. Um, they, I think the wording that um, Chris uses in his email is that Susan has a fragile disposition or like fragile state of yeah mind, he keeps something. using the term fragile and it's giving set up for an insanity defense but you know what do i know i've only been a da from the years i watched of law and order i mean but he's is he wrong no you we're no, just no. saying that she's, she's... <laughs> she <laughs> there's something slightly <laughs> off about her however um it's also convenient and we'll get there i think in episode two um but basically, we see Chris watching the press conference from the police in England, and he's like, 
they're talking about us. Like, this is for us. They done found the bodies. <laughs> this is ours. Um, and she is like, well, you know, you sent the email to them. like, And he's like, yeah, if we run, we look guilty. Which, you are babes. I think you should just run. I think you should just give up the ghost and just just run. Like I said, I'd be far far away from both of those countries by now um in they confirmed the gender of the two bodies and the bullet casings in were i can't remember if the bullets were still in them or if they were just like wrapped up with no the, bodies. The, the, the they they confirmed that they died of gunshot wounds got it um and it's giving intentional not accidental um they're they're gonna pack it up though and they're getting out of there um but chris gets an email and it's like um from the no chris sends an email to the police and he's like listen we'll come back to england but we're tight on money so you have to buy our train tickets why i thought that was a grift i thought they were gonna take the money and go somewhere else but then he was like yeah it's it's very expensive for same day train tickets so could you send us some money to pay for these train tickets and we'll come in and answer your questions and i was like haha i got you bitch we're going the opposite way we're going east not west i kind of like thought that he'd be smart enough for that and then they like never were it never no they they went right on that train (laughs) and took their asses and sat right right back to england I couldn't yep. believe it. They just... I would have asked for more, too, because they, they got on the train, and they were comfy, and they were like, oh, well, they only got, like, $2. Can we get some tea and maybe some snacks? Like, damn, make the popo pay for that shit. Okay. Okay. Like, you about to... Why this, didn't they get... Why didn't they make them for a sleeper? It should have been a sleeper um, car. car. It could have been real comfy car. I assume that it's not that long of a ride from England to France. Excuse me. Excuse me. No, it's on the on the train. It's like two hours. Yeah, but I'm gonna take it like four times because I'm but not again, gonna get off. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just again, sit like on I it. said, a sleeper car, please. <laughs> Thank you. Mirror said, "Run them pockets up." Um, I just, I can't believe it. Um, but they arrive at the train station. They're just walking, and when they're talking to when fucking the, moseying, it was like the slowest <laughs> stroll I've ever seen in my entire life. And when the officers are radioing each other, he's like, well, "Did you know, they? What are did they need all those cops for two little old people? They had the fucking SWAT, the British SWAT team out out in the street." Yeah, you could have sent one person with a pair of cuffs and been like, "Hey, this way, you're coming to do questioning." No, they had the fucking everybody out there, like they had robbed a bank. It was my absolute favorite thing. It was my absolute favorite thing. What are they doing? Just walking. Walking. (laughs) The the fact that they like all stood in front and he was like, I think you're here for us. (laughs) Like what? What? Okay. Okay. It was very tragic. It was tragic because I would have been, she's a runner. She's a track star. I will not be staying. I'm going to run. But I guess we wouldn't get four episodes out of this. Um, they basically have like a heartfelt moment. Um, and she doesn't want to say goodbye to him. Um, but he tells her there are no goodbyes between them. And listen, if they hadn't murdered people, that would be a really sweet sentiment. Um, but they hold hands. And as soon as they get to the like parking lot, cops. It's just a, it's just a wall. 
and they're going to jail. Um, he, was that you crumping? No, that was me clapping. A little bit. Oh, oh you thought I was? No. Um, and they're like, listen, like he tells her, you know, don't, don't say anything, you know, ask for your lawyer and locked up. They won't let him out. Akon. And that's the end of the first episode. Like we have already done so much. We have been on the run. We are caught. We're going to jail now. Well, he tells her, you know, don't, uh, don't. Don't st- don't stray away from the story. Stick to what uh-huh. we've we've practiced. practiced. You know, yeah. And she does not seem like she's very good at that. She seems like mm-hmm. she is going to crack like fresh china. Eric, the way that she was talking to the lawyer and giving him the whole life story before he had even gotten to the damn like prison to come talk to her, it told me everything I need to know. She going she gonna talk. It's just, it's not good. It's not good. She, She's not the only one that's talking, though. We'll get there. Oh, I don't really. Yeah, don't it's really. giving throw under the bus, but I'm not yeah. sure there. Just uh, yeah. theory. Um, So let's just roll right into episode two. Um, And we begin with everybody's favorite flashback time. Um, We've got young Susan. She's, uh, we see a glimpse into her home life. <laughs> yeah, we've got young Susan. She's young, but she's like 45, I think. Or she might be, oh, she was like a fresh 40, I think. Or she was getting ready to turn 40, something like that. Um, <laughs> you see, <laughs> young with quotes around it, as Meneer says. Um, we see her into her home life. She lives with her parents still, her father and mother. Um, he's playing like an organ and um, mom likes pills. <laughs> um, and you know, whatever. She likes them a lot. She, whenever you need to make uh your life bearable i suppose substance abuse is bad though you you know should seek help if you are feeling that way um it's not great chris tells her you know basically don't we flash back to regular time and chris is like listen don't talk to nobody wait for the lawyer don't don't speak (laughs) stick stick to the script um and he was like but tell tell our truth which eh, Mm, I think maybe not the best idea, but here we are. Um, they are put into two separate uh, police cars and they are off to jail. Um, Susan's lawyer um, finally meets her at the prison and uh, she's got a she's got quite a bit to tell them and uh, he's she is singing. She, she talks so much and i'm just like babe you don't know if there's cameras and microphones nothing you out here telling the whole story relax she won't relax um he um chris and susan are in separate cells as well which you'll see them kind of the police kind of like pitting them against each other as they're they start their interrogation process, which doesn't bode well for Susan, especially because of how connected she is to Chris and how much she kind of like needs to like have his support and protection. Uh, I mean, which is a strong interrogation tactic. I mean, divide and conquer, as as they do say. Um, she. I feel like had she have just listened to her um, lawyer, lawyer, we might have been okay. She was doing so much talking. Um, <laughs> she, he ends up kind of dictating a statement for her, 
um, that he can read back to the police. Um, and he was like, listen, I don't want you to get confused. Like, let's, let's just write something out. Um, and it'll be your words and I'll write it and you'll sign it. Um, basically the, the trial, the deadline to get their evidence to hold them, um, is tonight. And he's like, listen, anytime somebody asks you something, you just say no comment. She's like, but how will Chris know? And he's like, listen, you need to stop focusing on Chris. We got to focus on us because Chris, big facts, Chris doing whatever he want to do inside his own cell, which I confused me because I'm like, does Chris have a lawyer? Did we not get to that? I mean, eventually we do get to that, but like, I'm like, well, he's just out in the streets. Like what, what's stopping him from turning on I think it was really smart for them to, yeah, for them to start with her. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought I think that was really smart. Um, so she was like, "Listen, like we told them that we would tell them the truth," um, and you know he's like, "Well, let's just start with the statement." Um, so we see uh, the two cops. I believe the two cops that came to interview the people living in next door to her parents' house coming to interview Susan. Um, they're like hype. They're like ready to do this. Um, but, and it's funny to kind of see the juxtaposition between like Susan and Chris, because Chris is like checking off all of the things. Susan is like sensitive. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of like a really nice way to put it. Um, she's sensitive. Uh, they start asking her questions and she's like, no comment is this your signature no comment that's no the comment. that's the type of that's the type of statement i too would make i'm like yeah no no comment i don't think i have any comments i think everything everything is no comment none what is your name courtney courtney no comment. um no comment i believe no i've comment. already stated it's no comment um he's like the lawyer's like listen you can you can tell them that it's your signature. Okay. Yes, that's where he messed up. Yeah. Like, that's where he messed up. Don't you give me leeway. Su- you let Susan have a little bit of rope. And she started hanging yeah. herself again. She started hanging herself. You tell her no comment is what she can say. And no comment is what Susan will say. And then you would have been holding free, I think. I think so. Um, so he reads her statement to the police. Um, and you see a flashback of her on the train. Um, Susan... Susan's story is that her mother shot her father and that she shot her mother in self-defense. I like that story. It lines up. It does. Not a lick of evidence. <laughs> just just vibes. No proof. Just vibes. Um, That's all I need. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Susan. All right. And no comment. <laughs> Not, nothing. Um, he... Has the police at the same time at the end of uh, Susan's interview have been looking into their finances? Flat broke. Eek, eek, eek. Flat broke. <laughs> um, and their relationship with this actor. Who is this actor, man? Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, it's a very famous French actor. But at this point, I don't believe that they know him. I it's... feel like we're going to find out in the next episode that it's her pretending to be Gerard Depardieu and sending Chris letters to like ha- put Encourage him in a better him? mood. 
okay, I thought yeah. the same thing. And so I printed out the like the cast list from the series. And if I'm looking at what I'm looking at, I I think we might be right. Yeah, because every time like she goes and spends all that money on that poster, and then just magically there happens to be a hundred like bucks. the day that he's going to a to a job interview that he's trying to get really bad, and he just happens to get an encouraging letter from you know Gerard Depardieu. Mm. No one like he is still a very famous actor. Like he's not huge in America, but like the in French France, he's still working. <laughs> he's still working, working. Um, do it too so it's all check. very, it is very sketchy. I don't know. I believe him. Do you? You're very you. You are Team Susie. I want a little <laughs> bit of whimsy. Like they're giving you, me whimsy, so I'm like, well, maybe, maybe, well, maybe this is maybe this is legit. Okay, I, I, I think it. I'm with Eric. I think it's her. <laughs> um, but basically, they find out they are um, flat broke, and uh, the finances are not good. Um, Susan, I do think, you know, makes the most of her time in the jail because she's like, you know, it's you did really good eggs and I'm like a microwave scrambled egg. No moss. She's so polite and so nice. Like the the lady who took it from her was like, so are you also done with that? And she's like, oh, yes, thank you so much. And she's like, so I think Susan might be just okay when she goes to prison. To jail. She's just, it's yeah, be she's going to jail now. She, She'll be fine, though. Um, and, you know, I think that this is a great time because uh, they flashback. I, I do love a flashback. Um, and it's Susan and Chris on a date um, uh, looking at a Broadway performance. They go to a cafe for dinner and it's sweet they're like awkward like late in life like finding love i think it was very sweet um but she's like i missed the last train and he's like you can stay at my house and i was like "Ooh, is that what we do and she's like no funny business buster and you know i'm with her don't don't start none um but she ends up staying and i just think that that was really sweet um he also lives with his mama it's a, you know, I feel like this is very economical on both of their parts. Um, and we'll see, you know, see more of that kind of evening as we go on. Um, let's talk about Chris's interview. Chris said, um, fuck them lawyers. Nobody's speaking for me. <sighs> I don't like when people do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You didn't go to law school, babes. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> It doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, anybody who I feel like acts as their own defense, it only ever works on TV. It never works in real life. Not a good idea. Um, but he's basically like, listen, I'm not getting a lawyer. Like, ask me what you want to ask me and I'll answer. Um, he starts spilling them beans, though. I mean, when he said, when they said tell the truth or tell our truth, I, he really meant it because he was giving it all to them so he basically says you know he stayed in london when susan went to take the train back to see her parents i think it was was it her birthday that she was coming to or it was they were going to just have dinner they have like dinner together every week or something i think they have okay i think they have like a week a week like a um like a week a standing appointment with each other Yeah. yeah um he wasn't aware of his in-laws deaths until the very next weekend um he says that he could have stopped the the murders of her parents if he had just gone with her um 
to visit them and they give a very specific train number I believe and like train time um so I'm sure that'll come up later in the investigation I don't is a bus it's a bus 450 bus yeah Ah. And they both say the exact same thing, like, oh, that's what it was back then. It could be something completely different now, the way things are. With their rehearse, their rehearsal. They both say that, yeah. Um, I don't know. His, like, everything that he was saying, it was like, it, you're shaking out to just be, like, an innocent bystander and just, like, happenstance. Or I don't know. I feel like you have to, if you're going to tell the same story, you have to, like change the wording to make it seem not so like fake (laughs) rehearsed yeah yeah um the cops are being assholes they're like making fun of susan's little celebrity pictures and i'm like get off of her stuff she spread that out over like 10 cards and you're being a douche um they suck um i hate them we go back to susan she's still (laughs) no commenting their, her entire life. All away. everywhere. Everything is no comment. I like that she really has stuck to that story. And Same. she's like, well, listen, Chris is being super cooperative in the next room. And I think that you should know. Oh, I hate. Can we just say, I hate this police officer. I, I feel like her. when we, every time we've done a show and there is cops involved, the woman police officer is always either like a brown noser or she's like an act, like, I don't know. Like she's like the one who's like trying to be an extra hard ass. Why? Why? I mean, I get it. Like, it is very much a boys, boys club. club. Like, he told you to get out of the car and so he could get that in that seat. I'm sorry. It was. And so I feel like, yeah, she's trying to, like, make her name for herself. But with these old people, like, come. That's going to be her big break. Listen, all you have to do is hold, a, like, a puppet in front of Susan and you're, you'll are you make her slip up. Like, I don't. You're not she's doing very anything, like, magical. Yeah. Um... But basically, she's, you know, trying to, you know, split split the pair. And she's like, listen, like, Chris is being super cooperative. And he's telling us everything we know so that we don't waste our time. Um, and it's it's making you look really bad. And she's like, well, you told me, looking at the lawyer, you told me not to, not to say anything. You told me to say no comment. And, like, Chris is telling the truth, so maybe I should tell the truth. And he, he's like, no, you dumb bitch. Listen to me. <laughs> right? I went Shut to your mouth like and continue with no comment. Right. I'm with him. Um, so basically, um, now they've given Chris a new cop to interview him. Um, he's like, where are the other people? And they're like, mm, something, something more important came up, basically. And uh, I mean, she's she's given. I feel like she could break Susan if she pressed a little harder she would get what she wanted from her. Um, I don't, I feel like she's barking up the wrong tree with Chris. I feel like he's got his story and he, for the most part, won't go away. Um, he tells the officer that, you know, Susan's, Susan has uh, her own issues like with her, her parents and you know that something traumatic basically happened to her um and he i believe he talks about the i think this must be 
after she comes back to visit from visiting her parents and she's like i need a drink and he was like i thought it was weird because she like never drinks um it's it's a lot it's a lot um so let's let's do another flashback i i love flashback time um they I like the way they do. They flash black. The fa- the flashbacks. The flash like, flash blacks. <laughs> yes, where they do the flashbacks, where like <laughs> they're in the scene with them as they're like doing the flashbacks. So mm-hmm. like the cops are there with them, and they like if they ask them a question, it's them. very like. It reminds me a lot of like Edgar Wright and like the way that he directs things, where you you're, you're in the moment with them. He mentions that she orders a uh, what was it a. Uh, a, a, a bourbon and a uh, was it a, a port Something bourbon? With brandy. <laughs> yeah, so it was like a bourbon and a glass of wine. She was going. She's in. gonna get <laughs> fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so basically, you see in the flashback that they are taking the train back to uh, the town that her parents live in. And, you know, they're sitting on the couch having TV dinners, uh, Chris and Susan. And he's like, she's like, my parents aren't going to come down. No, he's he mentions that they have fish and chips mm. and that they particularly went for fish and chips because it's his favorite food and that it was haddock. And he hasn't had haddock since because it put him off of it. And now he only eats cod. And I was like, that's a really weird detail to to focus on. But um yeah, and that, neither of those that's when are they started fish jams. Personally, for fish and chips, a good haddock or cod, both of those are very good. Like, like meaty really white good. fish. Yeah, it you made know, me want like fish and fish chips really bad. I almost got fish and chips last night, uh, but I, I didn't. Oh, when I went to the movie, the, the Alamo has fish and chips. They're pretty good. Of course, they do they do. really? Of yeah. Wait, is do. it better than um, Universal fish and chips? Have you had Universal? I don't think I've had Universal fish and chips. It's good. I ended up getting the hand bread, hand breaded. Uh, Chicken tenders; those are really good. Okay, Ooh, so really? I'm talking yeah. about your fun life. Sorry. And they give you, they give you like this. Uh, no one like, ever asked me, do I like want an Alamo chili gravy? Like it's got a little hint of spice, but it's good Did with. You the say chicken. chili gravy? Yeah, it's like a spicy mm. gravy. It's I really don't good. know that I want to have gravy. Ever. It goes with the with the with, like with fries and and chicken tenders is really good. Great. Now this wasn't because of the movie that you went and saw. This no, no, that's just on their normal menu. Huh? Yeah, they still have some new. They still have some extra things on there for like the Batman. Like they have the Gotham City burger, which is like a a chicken thing. It's got yeah, it's got like like ham and chicken and bacon, and supposed to be really good. But yeah, he mentions that, and then they're like, "Well, what about the smell?" And they're like, "What?" He's like, (laughs) "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, well, I must have been smelling the the fish and chips." Because it's supposed to be a week later. That's not how it works. Like that is not how it works. There's <laughs> one thing I've learned from Law and Order. It's that when somebody's body has been sitting with heat, mm-hmm. and you know, just the way that your body mm-hmm. is, like when you die, it's gonna be functified. You basically like hotbox yeah. yourself inside of death. <laughs> I thought you literally. I thought you only had like maybe two days before the rot starts to rotten. I don't know. Well, you know, on Law and Order, they'd be discovering people like a week later and stuff. You'd be like all bloated and stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. But it. Well, I mean, the body starts releasing things. So, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get real smelly in there real quick. And I don't care how fresh that fish and chips was. It, it ain't gonna, you gonna cover smell up. that doo doo. It's not gonna cover that up. Not dude. Good lord. 
And then, oh, he also says, oh, he says that they were smokers, like heavy smokers. And that's another reason why he didn't smell like the decay. No scent of, listen, I even, I even smell like a heavy smoker. I don't think is covering up like dead body smell. No, that's supposed to be a smell that you, once you smell it, it sticks never, with you for the rest anything. of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you will, you will identify that scent. Um, they once they leave the interview room from talking to chris um they find out that susan opened a bank account a joint bank account with her mother um the day after um she died or the day that she leaves uh the town um it's sketchy at best and it gives a paper trail not good for uh, Susan's case, that's for sure. She she tries to. She's like, oh, we had a forensic accountant. She goes, oh, he, he's an accountant too. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. You open this account for your dead mother and then you took most of the money out. Tell us about that. We got a paper trail. It's the accountant coming back and being like, hi. Like, she's so excited about her job. It's She's so cute. I want to know more about her. We'll never Probably see her again. Won't, we'll never yeah, see her again. It was Sorry. nice, though. Um, she's Susan says she doesn't remember opening it. Um, you know, Chris is like, you know, I think she was just being economical and stuff. Like, I think this was fine. Um, the police officer, it was not fine. However, <laughs> describe Susan's actions as mercenary. Yikes, that feels very pointed. Um, and then she almost kind of tries to like trap Chris's words which will unfortunately come back to haunt him later um it's not great (laughs) um in another flashback Susan is uh at Chris's house and his mom is drunk as a skunk and she's uh KO'd on the couch um yeah it's not it's not looking good no no um but he you know gives her the bed and you know, I think he was being a, a very nice gentleman. Um, when they wake up in the morning, mom is washing the dishes. It is a family affair. She's like, mm, I, it's time for me to go. Chris, you know, walks Susan, you know, to her door. And she's like, no, like, I don't want you to meet my parents yet. Um, he said the mom can't fix eggs. Like, how hard? What we don't, what we won't it? do is judge. What we won't do is judge. We won't do that. We won't do that. You you know what? Right, you know how okay. I am. You know that I know. But like a scramble, I can easy. do it. Like it's just you put the egg in the thing and then right. Yeah, can't be that hard. I just it's just not my jam. Okay. This is not scrambled egg pod. This is. I'm just saying she's like eating around it and he's like yeah scrambled eggs not her best suit and I'm like scrambled it maybe she's a poached girl maybe she's an overeasy then you should have poached mom you should have poached maybe she was too drunk from the night before she can remember she's trying then you shouldn't you shouldn't have done any of that you should have been like hey girl I'm gonna make coffee all around (laughs) a strong stiff coffee Mm. She probably needed it too because she was KO'd. 
Um, yeah, but she was lovely. His was. mom was nice. She was so excited. She told Susan that he, she was the one that encouraged him to sign up for the dating service. I'm like, damn, you putting his whole business out there. She put her herself out there. She was like, look, he got you. I think I'm going to do it next. She did. She said, I'm, look, I'm looking for my next chapter too, hun. Um, she basically, like, doesn't let him in to go, like, you know, introduce himself to her parents. Um, and they live, it looks like they live very close to each other, like, down the street. And like I didn't, next door neighbors. And I didn't know right. if that was, like, a <laughs> on-camera playing trick kind of thing or if they really were that close. Um, I think he maybe maybe just walked her to her house mm -hmm. and I don't like I because they were walking down the road they weren't like walking outside his house yeah yeah no the mother says you walk her home and says something about chivalry Mm -hmm. um well he turns around and still sees Susan struggling with that door um and it's because her parents will not let her in um they are assholes (laughs) you know I, there's nothing else to say about that part. Ugh. That that's just mean. She's like begging to be let in, and they're like, like rabble rousing, yeah, yeah, doing all that hollering and shit. Like fucking let me the fuck. Because <laughs> see, you got one time. Like if you don't answer after the first couple knocks, it's time to break a window. I think. Is that too much? It might be a little too much. Um, or just be like, hey, um. You want to go actually get some breakfast? Yeah. Like, let's go back out. Diner? Mm-hmm. Um, present day, Chris is f- pacing. He's going through it. He has no idea what's going on with Susan. She's just living her life, her and the attorney. Um, She's back to more, you guessed it, no comment. I love it. She found a phrase and it works for her. Um, the cops are like definitely baiting her in, um, and he, and which the lawyer reminds her of, he's like, this is what I meant when I told you that they're going to try to bait you. Um, and she, but doesn't she look like she's a messy bitch? She loves drama. Who? The lawyer or him? Susan. Oh, Susan. Susan, I think is waiting for somebody to ask her about something so she can just, Mm. you want to hear everything? Got it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, she does a good job not answering the questions until the officer says that Chris described her actions as mercenary. Even though he didn't, he was like, I want it stricken from the record. Mm-hmm. And that cop was like, sure thing, babe. We're never Keep erasing it on the record. that shit. <laughs> right. And, give, and if you could give me the transcript, I have plans for this later. Thank you. Um, she uh, Susan doesn't believe it. And she's like, mm, but actually it's on tape, so. Here you go. Um, she tells the cops about, you know, how her parents like had like arguments all the time. And um, her uh, her mother, I think, was the drunk. Correct me if I'm wrong. OK. Um, yes. So she basically says on the night of the shooting that she got woken up by like one or two like loud bangs um, sometime in the early morning, like between like one and two a.m. Something like that. Um, she goes into the, their bedroom, um, and immediately assumes that, like, her father is, like, dead. I mean, he's laid out on that floor. I don't think he's alive. I think. It was pretty slump lumps. Yeah, not good. Um, she 
sees her mother holding the handgun. She's like drunk. She's hysterical. She's like waving the gun. Um, Susan, she drops the gun. Yes, she drops the gun and Susan picks it up. And then the cop asks her, why did you pick the gun up? And she's like, well, I thought she was going to shoot me with it. So I took I it away that from question. Why would I would pick up a gun if somebody was holding a gun at me and they dropped the gun? I'm gonna go for the gun. If I die, yes. then that means I at least I tried to save my own life. <laughs> yes. If I just sit there and let somebody pick the gun back up, then back I, up. I hate to say this, but maybe I did deserve to die because I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. No. All of all of these things agree? are true. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Yes. She asked that question and I'm like, why would you hold a gun? Why do you hold a gun? Do you enter robbery scenes without a gun, babe? Well, I mean, this is England. Oh, no guns. Billy clubs and knives only. That's also a little bit of a a weird thing. Like, where where did the mom get this gun? It's very hard to get guns. We've gone over this many times. It's my favorite thing about England. Like... I don't know. I just imagine the people committing crimes. It's like West Side Story. They're like dancing, and it's the jets and the sharks and, and, and machetes stabbing. <laughs> Remember Gangs of London and the and the, said, the, see, the African dudes you with the machetes running back to the scary Nigerian mob, and I don't want to talk about them. I only want to talk about the West Side Story type knife crime with like the little pocket blades. I don't want to talk about people who are pulling out knife crime Aladdin a lot of like, type uh, sheets from their from their what do you jackets. Call it? Chemical attacks. Like they throw acid on people and throw bleach in people's faces. Where are they getting the that's acid? What, that's what I'm saying. Got, like, why is it gotta so? Gotta watch Top Boy. It's a very oh, big part of the no. plot. No. Here we no. go. Here we go. No. Look stop at Eric. There's a lot of stabbings it? and a lot of like bleach thrown in people's faces you know and shit funny? like that. And well, I've got bleach, so I can do that. Eric. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Anytime we have to bring up, anytime Eric feels like bringing up Top Boy, he can play it as completely straight as possible. But as soon as you veer also, into Top you, Boy you territory. Know, uh, Top Boy season four hit Netflix today. So get on that. No, I know. Corey, Corey like blasted you and you were like, oh yeah, let's do it. And I was like, calm, sit down. Did you write oi, oi, just like the Brits? <laughs> That's not how they say it. In the, you're thinking the wrong part. You're thinking white London. I'm thinking of the white Londoners. Yep. How do the black London. ones do? You they say, allow it, fam. Allow it. LMAO. Or, oh, my days. Now, see, that's Get him white. out of here. That's white. <laughs> this is the first smile we've seen on air space all day. I hate it. I hate it so much. Listen. You know he's just waiting for us to finish so he can, so he can top boy it up. Listen. I'm, we're almost at the end, Eric. You can top for your life away after this. Um, you know, she picks the gun up. <laughs> She's like, why'd you pick the gun up? I don't want to die. Um, makes complete sense to me. Um, Susan and the mom, they have a tumultuous relationship. Um, basically, she's like, Susan, you aren't shit and she is wildly out of pocket um she basically tells susan that she knew that she had suffered like sexual abuse at the hands of her father and did nothing about it because it was it was big uh monique and precious vibes it was it was precious but white um she basically says like and you she was like, and basically, like, this is your cross to bear because your father wouldn't touch me. And I, white, white, precious would be pristine. 
Get out. Not pristine. Get out right now. <laughs> Don't let Lee Daniels find this podcast because he, he might make a remake. But see, okay, you couldn't get Lee Daniels to do it because he did the black one. So you'd have to get like Ron Howard. <laughs> Doesn't he owe? Doesn't he owe somebody money? Monique, he and Monique are. He owns Damon Dash uh, money. That's who it is. It's Damon Dash. Yep. Damon. Also, I would like to see Danny Boyle do the British version of, of Precious Pristine. Damon's based never on the novel Pushed back. by Sapphire. <laughs> Please get a, exit stage left. Get out I like right when now. it gets. It's getting silly. <laughs> Um, basically Susan is shocked and distraught. She says, Susan's mom is like, you'll never be anything in this world and you'll, you'll be just like me, like, and you deserve everything that's going to happen to you. And then Susan gives her like two hot ones to the chest. And I hate to say, deservedly shut up, shut up. Yeah. Deservedly so. Because you let somebody abuse me and you knew and you felt. Like you should and you do were anything? upset with me because he wouldn't touch you after he sexually assaulted me? Your, Your child? child? Mm, yeah, no, now, straight to the head. <laughs> Honestly, it's a wonder that she lasted this long. <laughs> Listen, after she said I know, that would have been enough for me. Oh, I forgot that to say been the enough part for where me. she starts bringing Chris into it and she said he's no different than any other man. He just uses you for sex. Uh, oh, when she says she wishes she's never been born. Bop, bop, bop. And that was the end of uh, Susan's mother. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, you knew, word. <laughs> yeah, she. Down for the count. If she had a choppa, she would let it sing. She didn't. She had, she had, gave her two bullets um, and said, boop. Um, and basically she says, you know, like my father, like would molest me like while my mother was at work like after i got home from school um the cop you know tells her that you know the bullet holes are pretty similar to um i believe do they match the do they find the gun or just the bullet the bullets i can't just, remember they just knew they just they're, they're talking about the the area of impact and the angles yes. and they're like well are you sure chris didn't help you because this is pretty consistent with you know someone uh, his height yeah and there she's like what and um she's singing on chris too <laughs> she's like well chris always protects me and i mean i guess if i'm gonna go down with the ship i guess you gotta go down with the ship too um and Everybody was going down. Chris had been trying to get her to sink for a while. So, yeah, put some rocks in his pants. <laughs> well, she's like, well, you know, Chris helped me bury the bodies. Susan's talking. The lawyer's pissed because he's like, damn, bitch, all I want you to do is be quiet. Um, We see another flashback and it's Chris and Susan together on a bench. And he, you know, tells her it promises to like, yeah help keep her secret just between the two of them and that's the end of the episode there's a lot and i also didn't say this but i think what i really like at the end of each episode the intersplice like the like, yeah the real, the real life, couple yeah and the real news uh news reel because one thing i wasn't about expecting me, that at the end of the first cut no and i think that's what made it much more interesting to me i love a ripped from the headlines moment like this past yeah. week's episode of law and order and Law and Order SVU, they were both very much ripped from the headlines. And I, 
I, what headlines were they ripped from? It, so on Law and Order, they uh, the murder. Well, I don't want to spoil too much, I guess, but. Um, it's basically the who are you spoiling it for somebody who might watch law and order um the yes someone who was spoiled by law and order season 50 season like 26 <laughs> but anyway so basically this like judge gets shot and there it's a conservative it's basically a conservatorship so britney spears um the victim in the situation or the person who's in the conservatorship is a tennis player and she's kind of like a mashup of um is her name naomi osaka naomi osaka yeah they talk about like she has like she dropped out of like this big match because of like her mental health and a cross between that and um serena williams because she has this like overprotective dad and he's holding her in the conservatorship a mess a mess chow um because i was like britney but it was good I love Law and Order. Any, I watch them all. That there hasn't, I haven't had a bad, ep, well, I haven't had a bad episode yet. They're a little slow. Have you, have you ever, have you dived across the pond and no. looked at Law and Order UK? No, I have. No, I have. Law and Order UK, and I'm like overseas, but only one season. So like, I have to watch it. I. I love a police procedural, though. Um, but I, I feel like there's a lot of knife crimes in there. So there probably is. Yeah. You know. Oh no. I just realized I hadn't plugged my laptop. <laughs> it's just been we've been living our oh, life. Oh, we be, we better wrap it up then before yeah. your shit dies. <laughs> Let's see. Um, ooh, ooh, <laughs> it's not good there. Um, so yes, so this is episode one and two of uh, HBO's Landscapers. Uh, I think Eric is covering episodes three and four. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I believe I'm wrapping it up next week. Okay. Listen, there's only four episodes Short total. and sweet. I love it. Um, if you guys would like to follow along, have any uh, feedback, questions, uh, comments that you'd like to share with us, please feel free to reach out to us on all of our socials. If you search Concentrated Podcast, you will find us. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're there. All of the places that you can listen to podcasts, um, visit the other members of the uh, concentrated family, and I've got to wrap this up right it's now. Just cause, Maria, because because this bad boy is uh, about to shut down. Um, so with that, we will see you next week for episodes three and four of Landscapers. Say bye, guys. Bye. Au revoir. Because you know we're gonna get some Frenchies. All right. <laughs> Peace. No. Bye.